0: All this time, partner, everything you've done,
1: everything you've said, I've heard all about. So you've made some remarks in the past about when is Papa Fritz going to be here. Papa Fritz is here.
2: Welcome to cast I am Pete, and I'm with Kelly and, and Johnny. Kelly, how you doing, man?
0: Still doing great, brother.
2: Jelly, 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 Johnny, how you doing, bro? Jelly?
1: Jo- what? what? Seriously?
2: <laughs> That's kind, man. Jelly, man. I'm, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm basking in your greatness, man.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, is that what, is that what you call it? Like calling me exactly. Jelly Belly Johnny? Uh, fuck <laughs> you. I'm doing good. I was doing good until you forgot my name after seven years. Hey, I'm <laughs>
2: retiring, man. <laughs> if you, you know, if you forget people on your way out. Um, <laughs> they kick kicking in the butt. Give you a watch.
1: Say, "The computer's
2: taking your job, Daddy." We used to do a podcast with some guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, what's his Nima? name? Who was the first one? Nima, crazy guy. Oh, oh James. James. <laughs> what? James. James? James, yeah, okay. there we go, see? <laughs> uh, all right, I mean, we're back, and we're looking at uh, part two of uh, the Parade of Champions, David Von Eric Memorial Show. And we go right into the Super D's versus Iceman Parsons versus Buck. <sighs> God, there's so much. Uh, versus, well, it's the man we won't name.
1: Um, so I'm going to name him. You got to name him. How about Buck Buck? I actually look like a guy who'd rape my own daughter. Zoomhoff. Jesus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he went there, folks. Oh, um, Johnny, we, we you're, go after it.
1: Boom. Oh, holy shit. OK, here's the thing. Before I found out about what Buck Zoomhoff never did. I had a soft spot in my heart for Buck Rock and Roll. He strikes me
2: as a guy you'd have a soft
1: spot before. Yeah. I did. I did when I first got into AWA and I was at the Pro Wrestling USA shows. Buck Zumoff was always the opening act. And I just thought he looked so silly with his fucking jumpsuit and his boombox. And I'm like, well, at least he's trying, you know, to be. I found him like just ironically fun. And then I found out what an utter piece of shit he is. And it's so funny. It goes up to the whole idea about can you, can you not watch a Chris Benoit match? And I understand both sides of it because I've been on both sides of it. I'm with you. Yeah. However, Chris Benoit has the, for me has like the fact that yes, one of the great, greatest technical wrestlers of all time, part of it, if you want to just appreciate that Buck Sumhoff ain't that. Um, (laughs) And Chris Benoit had a mental snap. You got to think about fu- raping your own fucking daughter. So I tried. And, and, and,
2: and, and, and the science does say that ben, Benoit's brain was all. His know. brain
1: was fucked up. No, there's nothing wrong with Buck Zumhoff's brain. Well, I guess there probably is something wrong with Buck Zumhoff's brain, but not, <laughs> not like Chris Benoit. Okay. So I tried. I'm like, can I get through this? I want to see if I could get through this. And I got through it enough. To they now say, well, it's going to be one fall an hour. And I was like, well, that's way too much fucking daughter raping for me. No, that that, that was match supposed to be three hours long. (laughs) What the fuck is going on? But the one little gem in this before I had to just fast forward it was because it's Super D1 and Super D2. But they've got nicknames for each other. And so does Akbar because Super D2 was in the ring and he was in a hold. And either Akbar or Super D1 went, come on, break that hold, Tusky. <laughs> yes. Tusky. Right. I thought that was adorable. But then Buck Zumov and his fucking daughter raven mustache was staring at me while he's shaking his hips. I was like, nope So he's
2: actually speaking carny to fucking number two.
1: <laughs> Maybe that was it. I just thought it was just like brosky. You're like, come on, buddy. Yeah. Tusky.
2: Well, Kelly, what about you, man? What did you think of the match? Were you able to like, uh, overcome the the Buck Zoomhoff isms of it? <laughs>
1: isms <laughs> I don't want well, to was... hear about I never want to hear about Zoomhoff's isms ever. <laughs> okay. I've heard enough I heard enough about his isms. I heard enough about his isms on the episode of Crime and Sports. Yeah, like, baggage probably will use a better wow. term.
0: Yeah, well, I knew this match was coming up, so we, we couldn't avoid it. Um, I mean, yeah, we're ending things here, so, you know, don't take it personally, Johnny, but Buck's basically a boogie-woogie rip-off, no? Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: God, I, no, I do take that personally. I mean, he's no, <laughs> he's no, Buck, is a, Buck is a cultural appropriator as well as a daughter raper, because he's out there trying to be fucking black. Or, or, you know, hey, baby, uh, I get this yeah. comparison. Like, and of course, I and so was Jimmy Valiant, and so was Dusty Rhodes, but they did it well. And this is Bucks. I mean, just look at him. He looks awful. Just, oh, he looks soft. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, and he God, also has I a thought... bad Elvis jumpsuit. I mean, yeah, it's an Elvis man. jumpsuit. So it's so white, too. Because there's some, Jimmy Valiant and Dusty Rose had soul to what they're appropriating. This is just the whitest of white. Yeah, baby, we're going to rock him down at the drive in. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> no, I,
0: as a kid seeing him in the mags, I thought he'd look like a total loser and couldn't believe that he was being pushed uh you know he wasn't pushed to the main events but he was still being featured prominently but i i never watched much of him so when i saw this match it totally struck me right away oh yeah he's he's doing boogie woogie with his babies and the clapping and ripping off boogie woogie i think
2: because boogie, I mean, boogie
1: he got... ripped off a lot of people I mean, yeah he...
0: boogie yeah boogie woogie was huge he <laughs> got over huge that's wrestling he, he, you just rip he, off. trust me the...
1: He, he, trust me, listen to that episode of Crime and Sports. He ripped off a lot of people. Oh. It, was, it wasn't just one crime. Lots of crimes. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so it's Iceman and Buck. Apparently, they were known as Rock and Soul. I don't know Ugh. if that's...
2: <laughs> <Ugh>. oh, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think, the first time I ever heard of it. But then again, I, it was like they were on tag team. That was around for a long time, so it's
1: really. I, yeah, Pete, I you never heard of that, and I never heard of that. I don't know. Yeah, it
2: was like a six. They were, they were around for maybe six months. So, But maybe because, maybe you know, yeah, like I, to- that, I don't give a shit about Buck Zumoff. Even before the sicko things came out, he wasn't a guy I actively ever looked at. I always thought, God, what a shitty wrestler! I like to
1: think I like to think Iceman fucking put, put a kibosh on that eventually because after six months they're having a conversation. So Iceman, never rape your own daughter! What the fuck, motherfucker! You know, and what, what, what the that. fuck, cracker? Prince! <laughs> <laughs> Mister Von Eric, I need to talk to you.
0: <laughs> anyway, that's the name that wrestling data has them as. I don't know how accurate it is though.
1: I'm sure it was announced maybe twice at the sporting yeah. time and then that's it.
0: Yeah, um,
2: it was announced here. I thought
1: though,
0: was it okay? Because I I just saw it on the.
2: I heard it, and the then I heard and... some. Yeah, it was some name. I just, but I can't remember. That
1: sounds about what it was.
0: I mean, it's a good name. I mean, it's unfortunate that it's this team that,
1: that got that name. But well, the soul part's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, this was an okay match, actually. Um It's yeah. you know very much. The Super work a formula where the, the, the faces get a long trying to begin and then this is no different. And this was here when I noted the, the photographers at ringside, there's tons you get mm-hmm. bill after and George Napolitano. So, you know, this is a huge deal yeah. of a show. And there oh, was yeah. tons of photos from this show circulating like, like all oh, like for years afterwards. Um, just, yeah, and there's Japanese photographers, too. It's just a big contingent outside. Um, I like the stereo sunset flips. for That was a pretty cool near fall. I bid on it. I thought that could have been the finish.
2: Yeah, that was and a great we, one, yeah.
0: Yeah. And we get the butt, butt, of course, for the real finish by Iceman as Buck. And that
2: was a great ships. finish.
0: Yeah, and this was a long time coming for Iceman to get revenge on the Super Ds. And, yeah, new champs, huge pop. Bucks carrying his um, ghetto blaster back, and he's got it Ugh. turned the wrong way. It's it's not by his ears; it's flipped the other way around. I don't know what uh, maybe of anyway. Um, yeah, but no, it wasn't a bad match actually.
2: Question: Did you ever own a, a boombox, Kelly?
0: I did. Well, what it was my I? yeah, it was oh, my dad. Yeah. I own
1: I had numerous boomboxes.
2: I, mean, I only own one, and I think about it now how. I'm, uh, atrocious it is
1: but, yeah oh i love mine man <laughs> mine was i got one for my birthday and the first tape i got was pyromania by def leppard uh-huh. and i walked around or just our, our little jersey shore town okay, mine was uh, my Aronite. first one was
2: 1984
1: Aronite. van halen okay okay that's good <laughs> but i also used it for tons of, like i joined the columbia record club like a dork you know do you get yeah you know. but i also got tons of like comedy records so I just used that to like hang out wherever I was and listen to George Carlin and Richard Pryor.
2: Yeah, I take my boombox to the beach with me. Yeah, uh, whenever we'd, we'd be at a party, the boombox would show up. Yeah, it was a, it was fucking terrible. Um, it was a terrible <laughs>
1: one. Um, oh come on, Pete Schermacher showing up at the party bringing the tunes with his boombox. It sounds yeah. awesome, man. It was I,
2: had, I always rolled with the boombox and I had the back in the day when me and my friends would always roll. Uh, with the party balls! Uh, yeah, oh, remember
1: no, no. those? Oh, hold on a second. That's a, all you need is Spuds McKenzie, and you're in an ad, my friend. Yeah, I know. Yo, let's go. Fucking horrible! Uh, the party balls
2: were the greatest thing. I can't believe. I love
1: party balls. I, we love. Yeah. We love party balls. They
2: quit making them because it was just too much alcohol and content and one I don't know. It was awesome.
1: Um, they, they quit making them because people were like, "Yeah, we this makes drinking even easier."
2: It does. You can put it in. I mean, you open up the box, you put the ice in it, and then boom, and it's like a mini keg. Yeah, I know. I love them. If you can go to the grocery store and pick it up there. No, no putting down a damn deposit for the damn keg. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. uh, yeah. You know, big keg, big keg killed the party ball. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I enjoyed this match. Um, you know, I give it like a two and a half star match. Uh, I loved Ice here because his charisma really good. The the faces had a kind of a basic shine, controlling with headlocks and 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 not just a headlock, but I, the headlock that they don't do nowadays, which is the you know they go up in the air and take him over type of thing. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and I and I heard it because wrestlers in this generation don't know how to take that bump, and so there's the reason why you don't see them do the uh, running head scissors. Uh, takeover because they don't know how to take that bump, which mm. is just almost mind blowing to me. Um, I, I really so I enjoyed that. Like Kelly said, the double sunset flip was a really fun spot. And that finish I loved was uh, you know, the Super D's are going out, is uh, on the floor, the Super D's are coming after. Uh, uh, it looks like a double clothesline, they go out to do it up yeah. uh, Parsons. Zoom off trips one and and uh parson hits him with the butt butt for the finish uh one two three really good finish um uh and was, which is great because we got some you know so 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 finishes but this was a a decisive mm-hmm. really uh welcome and a creative one on top of that um mm-hmm. you know obviously they didn't show this up on the show but it was part of uh it was on the network and, I mean, everyone, I think, has seen this video. If you're a fan of 80s wrestling, uh, a fan, fan of music videos in your uh-huh. wrestling. And this is the famous Bad Street USA video. Yeah. Uh, John, why don't you talk about the Bad Street?
1: Okay, so earlier in the show, they were like, get ready. They do this thing with the free birds, burst out of a door into some old house. <laughs> where the, there's a swinging door that's already barely there, just swinging. And they burst through it going, you're gonna see our music video tonight before anywhere before MTV gets a hold of it. Like, trust me, that thing never aired on fucking MTV <laughs> ever. Okay, you know what? Because here's the thing, it's terrible. I <laughs> hate this. I hated it then. Wow. Okay,
2: I love it. Hated so there we go. I okay. thought it oh, was wow.
1: cheesy. I just- well, it is cheesy. <laughs> It's so I like it, the the only thing I like is when like uh the, when the all the extras from the Return of the Living Dead with their punk mohawks are coming down. Oh <laughs> yeah. man,
2: you get a Jimmy Garvin cameo. Well, Jimmy Gar, no,
1: no, Jimmy Garvin proving that he is a member of the Freebirds because he's a yeah. man who gets to to, to lip sync some lines is fucking hilarious. And hey, the rhythm guitarist is Ron Jeremy. I didn't know. <laughs> Yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> and, uh, and so so the, the, all these punks and teenagers are coming down the Street to beat up Jimmy, uh, beat up Michael Hayes because he's, <laughs> he's too sexy. And here comes Terry Gordy and Buddy, old Buddy Roberts and the Stars of Mars, and they apparently murder 85 people. And then Michael Hayes fucks three ugly hookers at the end. Uh, and then and, snorts an eight ball oh yeah well you know he snorts the eight ball off the three ugly hookers okay there you go there you go I'm sorry that's that story okay uh, uh, and I hate, and I, I, I hate it because I don't because I, I hate the song I hate that that became their entrance music I liked Freebird I liked Freebird okay. Georgia, or Georgia I, I hate it. Michael Hayes <laughs> 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 fucking lame
2: Okay, well, I love this video. I love it. I think. I mean, I mean, honestly, the toughest street in the neighborhood is Bad Street, USA. I mean, how awesome is that? It's the street birds on the left. I mean, come on, this is awesome. It's a great anthem uh, for wrestling. Uh, Am I ever gonna do? I watch this video uh, regular on the reg. No, Uh, but for what it was in its time in 1984. Hell, I mean, it's a wrestling video. Of course, it's cheesy. When aren't they fucking cheesy? Uh, if that was the case, you'd have to burn every freaking wrestling video because they're all cheesy. Uh, I enjoyed this. What about you, Kelly? Well,
0: I just, it just, you just got me thinking. This was obviously an influence for the wrestling album, and then the WWF stuff from oh, later yeah. on um so it has
1: that all sucked too so i
0: know but it has that going for it yeah it's super cheesy it's i mean it's like you know even in the videos you know they're lip syncing but this was just so obvious (laughs) like like for a regular music video you don't think about it that much but this for this one is just and buddy roberts pretending to play guitar uh, with michael hayes (laughs) yeah this song, every time I hear it, it gets stuck in my head for like five fucking days.
1: <laughs> See, there you go. It works. Oh, that's it terrible. Oh,
0: I, I, I don't know, but it's not an. It's not like a. It's a good thing. I, I love the. And acting, forgot to mention. I love,
1: okay, go. Ahead. I'm sorry. I
0: was going to say the stock footage from World War
1: II. Oh yeah, suddenly, from, uh, yeah, suddenly they yeah. cut to the liberation of Rome. Uh, <laughs> in the middle of it, um, the one thing I do love is when they do the the, the sick guitar break. It's just one after another clips of them beating up the Von Ericks, which I thought was fun. That that part was really fun. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. There's also the footage of uh, Gordy pushing that drum.
1: Pushing the drum, and, yeah.
0: Um, that was
1: awesome.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've I always used this them. term, whenever I see a wrestler pushing fan, it's always, and that fan got Terry gordy you know, <laughs> yeah.
1: it's, it's it's the best one ever because just, it's just a simple shove, but that guy goes flying it's it's great
2: yeah it uh he does go flying and uh you imagine know, there, being there,
1: in uh, this band imagine being these these talented studio musicians who are having to be in this video including ron jeremy who are acting like this is good and that Michael Hayes is awesome as their lead singer? <laughs> they should win a, a local Emmy for their acting skills of, try, of trying to be like, yeah, isn't this awesome in rock and roll, baby? <laughs> <laughs>
2: but I will say, Michael Hayes clearly got positioned as the star of the video. I thought Terry Gordy stole it though. Uh the, you know the, stock, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the like, through of the hood, because less, less is more. Less is more. <laughs> exactly. Well, boys, on that note, we're going to a bad street match, sorta. Love this. Of uh, Fritz von Erich and the coming out of his retirement. Mike Von Eric, Kevin Von Erich versus the fabulous Freebirds. It's a no-key key match, but which man, they're all dressed as you are, but old freaking in David Manning is saying, but only oh, only oh, oh, we're not gonna anything he goes it's going to be a tag team doing one at a time that gets thrown out
1: the window. So we, <laughs> yeah, it's the, it, it's, it's the, it's the, our last big fuck Manning that that was yeah. not necessary at yeah. all. Did I think for him to be like, but here's what we're going to do. You're going to announce that it's anything goes, but we're still going to have tag rules is what he's trying to tell the audience. And then immediately, and he even says, and he's yelling at the at the freebirds. He goes, that goes for the Von Erics too. And then to immediately have both teams go, fuck you. And just that's not a part of it. There's either a genius bit of booking on Fritz's part to fool the crowd, or it's David Manning insisting on being part of the fucking show. But it, 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 it made me laugh either way. Because they're like, no, fuck you, man. Even Fritz is like, oh, fuck you, David. You're not one of my real sons. (laughs) Oh, man. Just because you know where the
2: bodies are buried, David, I'll give you this spot. Um, Kelly, what do you think of the match, brother?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think they let David or David Manning have that spot, knowing full well they weren't going to follow the the supposed rules.
2: Because it actually makes it more chaotic in a way
0: yeah oh totally yeah i mean but that's typical manning having to prove that he's you know the law and that he's he's got power uh-huh. but no fuck you david
1: you which is funny that which is so funny that the big payoff is for them to go nope you have none
2: none yeah none at all
0: <laughs> yeah and that's great because yeah this is total chaos um
1: that's great i love ca- this match so much
0: yeah this was pretty awesome definitely at my favorite match of all the the matches from the parade of champions um kevin's hand is bleeding before yeah. the match even starts <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> not... terry gordy
1: is ripping up chairs and throwing chairs and kevin's yeah one and cut his hand yeah
0: that must have been how it happened yeah so that's it's a that's a cool little i mean inadvertent thing that happened just to give a little extra
1: that that part wasn't on the uh, the video and i always mm. also wondered why is there blood on Kevin's pants at this point before Hayes is hmm. bleeding? Because believe me, that's how many times I've watched this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so another 35-year mystery film. Two, solved. Two, solved. <laughs> two, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, just wild brawl. Huge pop when Fritz uh, comes into the ring for the first time because th- his last match was at Texas Stadium. They even show... Brief Bundy, clips of his yeah. match with uh, with Bundy from 82. By the way, the, produ-
1: the production values of them trying to bring up clips and stuff is bad. <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> the fuck no. is going on here? Where's Gary? Yeah. What's that guy's name who's their uh, director? Oh,
0: Mickey Grant. There's mm-hmm. Mickey
1: Grant because something's wrong here.
0: Yeah, it was very uh, awkward most of the time. But uh, yeah, I was I mean, Fritz, we can say what we want about how he handled the whole david's death thing but i mean this is this was kind of cool he takes off i loved belt. it
1: yeah see I, I I fell in stage. love with this before i knew what a scumbag he was and yeah. so i still associate like i always love you guys know i love it when it's the old man who was mm-hmm. the big star who's coming would be a bill watts or bruno you know v- v- Vern. yeah i too hard Well, well <laughs> if, if if i experienced it i probably would love it uh, uh, that's my that's my jam in wrestling. I love that.
2: You know, that's funny because like I never, I mean, I saw Bruno back. Uh, it was on tape. I didn't see it like when it was happening. His comeback. I would see. I never saw Watts either onto my television, but I saw Fritz first. So Fritz was mm-hmm. my prototype of uh, old man coming back, and oh, and I I love that trope. Oh, I love uh, it too. It makes. But you know, Bill like Watts fits. and yeah. Bruno both. Watts especially was so much better at it than Fritz, uh, yeah. but, but 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 with no comparison, Fritz was fine. But if you compare him to Watts, it's like, mm, well, you know, now, Watts better promo. Could work.
1: Watts could still work, and yeah. Fritz could do what he could. But as far as believability went, I believe that Fritz von Erich could come. Oh and yeah, get the shit out of somebody. Oh yeah,
2: I agree. I agree because they and they and they were smart. They kept it. They kept his involvement to a minimum. Where right. he comes in, and does a couple spots. That's enough to keep the crowd happy and they don't feel ripped off. And he shines, you know.
0: Oh, yeah, it was all about Fritz. I mean, because that's what the crowd wanted to see. Even get the rare double iron claws yeah, at cool. one. Yeah, <laughs> And <laughs> the sell. on and Robert.
1: The way, yeah, he... the
0: selling. Yeah, that. Yeah, the, all the birds sold for Fritz. So great.
1: But the way Hayes and Roberts were selling for those claws as they're just getting woozy and woozy at the same time is comical, but perfect. It's, oh, I love it so much. And fucking Gordy bumping big for fucking.
0: Yeah. math of like from one end of the ring to the other. Yeah. At one point off of Fritz punch, I think.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Um,
0: Yeah, just total chaos. Uh, Hayes is a bloody mess by the end. Um, and then Kevin hits Roberts with a flying body press out of nowhere basically for the pin. This was another like sub ten minute match, but th- this was just a crazy brawl. That's fine. That's how yeah, it was all action. It was, so, it was so fun. Yeah.
2: Great yep. finish.
0: Yep. So fun. They win the six man uh, titles or trophy, trophy technically. and the stipulation is that Carrie will take Fritz's place uh, mm-hmm. defending the title. So there's some logic there that uh, Fritz isn't coming back for uh, like a to be a oh, champion yeah. or whatever. And then to top it all off, there's a brawl after the match and who shows up? But a huge Oriental... A huge,
1: mean Oriental, Kelly. A huge, mean Oriental. A huge, mean Oriental has rushed into the ring. It's the biggest Oriental I've ever seen. This strange (laughs) and dangerous Oriental has arrived here.
0: (laughs) I know. Take a shot every time Lawrence says Oriental and you'll be drunk. And it's just just a couple minutes um yeah and it's it's killer con <laughs> yeah. is here uh,
1: which is great that we at least um, we so get to he, see him you know, too
0: yeah exactly yeah another big debut at this show and yeah so that's how it ends i went three and a half stars on this one it was yeah i, I debated to go higher but i thought that's about fair because it did you know it's it could have had some more blood and, and all that. And it, it was, it was on the short side, but it was still awesome. It was, uh, like I said, my favorite match on the card.
1: John, right. what about you, man? Well, I think the, Michael Hayes was literally as Mark Lorenz said, and I'll never forget this call. When I heard this call again the other day. Again, I just, uh, it's one of the big ones from that Lords of the ring tape. It's Hayes is covered in blood. Just the way he delivers that line and it's the shot. And he's literally, he's got the crimson mask. So he's got enough blood for everybody (laughs) in this, as far as I'm concerned. So at first I didn't know what kind of t-shirt Mike was wearing. And the logo looked at first like he was wearing an Expos t-shirt. And I figured that probably, I'm not saying he was an Expos fan, but if you're going to be in a match like this where your shit's going to get ruined, why not your Expo shirt? Because nobody gives a shit about the fucking
0: Expo. Oh, oh, oh boo. <laughs> boo. That's uncalled for.
1: Especially in 84. Person. I know. Oh, oh, Pete, that's
0: when hey Pete Rose played for them in 1984.
1: <laughs> yeah, Pete, you know what? Pete Rose played for my Phillies, and I still refuse to cheer him. I would boo him. <laughs> he, he helped us win a World Series, and I booed him from the stands. <laughs> He's, but he should be in the Hall of Fame, obviously. Anyway, I love this match. And again, this was one of those. I wonder what I missed from you know the editing on the the, the PWI tape. Not nothing. This is pretty much from bell to bell. They don't include the Killer Khan stuff. Uh, they don't include you know the, the pre match stuff. It starts with action, action, and it's just fucking action. And and at one point, Fritz has got Hayes. Hanging the ropes and he starts taking his belt off and Fritz von Erich is going to fuck Michael Hayes in the middle of Texas stadium to teach him <laughs> a lesson. Cause those pants are coming down. I'll tell you later. That hair looks pretty.
2: Fritz <sighs> is and- just going to,
1: pay off on the promises that he exactly and whip him like one of his sons yeah he whipped him and he did he exactly did I whipped him and fucked him well, boom and, and, and he's whipping him and Hayes is like grabbing his ass running around outside and it's great the only thing that I always hated about this match is this spot Buddy Roberts granted his belt buckle is kind of big but I think he's grabbing Mike and he's just like Throwing Mike's head into his belt buckle, and it just looks stupid. I i it stuck out to me when I was fifteen years old. It still sticks out to me. It it, it looks so silly, but yeah, then it's Killer Khan showing up, and Killer Khan's one of the new arrivals, and he's with the Freebirds, but doesn't he? Have, and they feud with. Devastation Incorporated, but d- doesn't he turn on the Freebirds and join Devastation Incorporated? Yep, yeah. All yeah. yep. oh, right. Okay. Cool. Because he's a strange and dangerous Oriental. <laughs> there count beasts I- and animals and Orientals all over the show.
2: <laughs> count, my, count me in by loving this match, too. I've uh, battled between three and three fourths and four. Um, I end up, I only got three and three fourths. I just love this. I it's just, great. It was, it's so good. This has this, you know, it has like a kick off feel to it. Kinetic. uh it's wild right off the bat. Never really lets up. Crowd was, was, a, a, was in a frenzy, uh, behind Fritz. Uh, oh, yeah. Fritz whipping the birds is just great. This is another great finish with that. And it's a super chaotic finish. mm mm-hmm. And then concho showing up just adds to it, um, adds to sort of the energy and the uh, uh, and taking the feud in a different, you know, moving in a different direction. So that's, that was awesome. I loved it. It's great stuff.
1: Okay, let me ask you guys this. Is this, as far as we know, and Pete, you would know better, the best match with Mike Von Erich in it ever? Because I love this match. I think Mike's perfectly great in it. Like mm-hmm. he's, uh,
2: there's a couple. There's like a uh, a penalty box match. I remember Mike being and I enjoyed. Uh-huh. Isn't
0: uh, there a big um, six man coming up on Independence Day '84? That's really high highly regarded. Yes, on Eric's versus the Birds.
2: Yes, but Mike's injured at the beginning of the match. Uh, so okay. just yeah, Jerry I've never seen Kevin it. going uh, after him. Uh, okay.
0: So it's a handicap. So he's match,
2: technically right. in the match, but he doesn't do
1: anything in the match. Right. Uh-huh. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, this must be it. Otherwise, I don't think there's anything else.
1: Because he's fired up here, I I, I believe mm-hmm. Mike Von Erich can kick some ass in this match. Yeah, I, I for all the joking about Mike not looking like he can really beat anyone, not in this match. He like I believe it.
2: Yeah, you can hide him well in these bad stream matches because uh, anything goes. So all he's really got to do is kick and punch, and. Uh, uh, but and there's you know you just been and, and be able to take a licking uh, but yeah but but for the most part yeah he, he, he doesn't have it but yeah, here he honestly is one of the better, definitely one of his better performances on to the main event johnny when'd you talk about this match
1: oh wow okay um, like we've been saying so many of these matches were so short and this is short uh, but we're mainly complete on the Lords of the Ring tape. This was edited a little bit because they had to give them some length for a main event. It's short. I mean, how long is this exactly,
0: guys?
2: I think mean,
1: thirteen minutes or so.
0: Oh, I think it's I think it's sub ten. I think it's one of the shortest NWA title changes. Oh, it must be. Ever. It
2: must yeah. be.
1: It. Oh, must and it's be. got
2: to be one of two flares shortest title matches ever yeah oh
1: i agree that it, it definitely was and i didn't mind the finish because it, because of the it was the backslide it came out of nowhere in the middle of it was because everything was just action 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 and then carrie just got one over on him and yeah. that's made you sense you
2: something here? let me ask you something john about the backslide and because so many people probably saw this title change because again it was on national tv on, you know, syndicated TV all over the world where it wasn't just aimed in Dallas. is It, it seemed like if you be watching a flare, that backslide, when he ever gets backslide, became a huge nearfall. In it became huge. Right? On, right? Yep. Oh, or am no. you, I just th- crazy, th- right? You're not
1: crazy. You're not crazy. This became a trope <laughs> where people thought that Ric Flair could, that's something he could lose to. Because yeah. he lost to Carrie Von Eric that way, you're absolutely right. I don't think he lost a lot to it. No. not for belts, maybe, and like non-title shit, but it was. But it became a big
2: pop, a big, a big spot, huge pop. Where,
1: yeah, it, it huge pop. And the uh, okay, so first of all, during this project, we know that we've all kind of hated most of the most of the dubbed music. But the music is one last one, for oh Kelly. one last one for Kelly here, because the oh music that God. they pick for Carrie oh. Von Eric's entrance is oh. bizarre. It's this kinda country,
0: kind of country, definitely country, sort of oh, more
1: modern country, but sort of sounds like the Wallflowers. You know, yeah. the Dylan kids and the 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 opening lyrics and you hear them clear as day is the wheels on the bus go round yeah, and I round. And I'm like, and it, it's a bunch of other shit. And I'm like, someone, t- I think this is actually what they played. They, for Carrie's big moment, they took some of his poetry and hired a studio <laughs> van, same band, that did, same band <laughs> that did fucking Bad Street. And they, did carries wheels on the bus go round and round and then for my big texas heart and i'm like who thought this was even close to good i'm a joke i mean it's bonkers Horrible. No 2001 it's not even like a dun 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 rock thing it's the wheels on the bus go <laughs> and he's wearing his in memory of David jacket I'm like and it's it's a beautiful jacket and Mark Lorenz talks about <laughs> that jacket quite a lot uh, throughout this he
2: and says it's like, the nicest jacket he's ever seen
1: ever seen ever I've never. never seen a jacket I've never seen a jacket jacket it's equal it's
2: and
1: you have yeah. Ric Flair with, like, you know, with his robe. His robe. Flair okay. is literally in there with a $5,000 robe. And he's like, yeah. I've never seen a, anything quite that, oh, look at the yellow rose. And I'm like, it kind of, is that sleazy? Kind of sleazy. I don't know. <sighs> but, but then you realize when Fritz is, I, has told Mark, Lawrence, like, I need you to really push the jacket. <laughs> really push the jacket. I'm like, okay, Ugh. Uh, I have some
2: kids in Iran. I'm, I'm not getting I'm going to have some mock ones made well, up. Well,
1: apparently, though, this I never, ever knew about is with each sale of a copy of Heaven Needed a Champion, which is, by the way, available where you get your hot dogs and your beer at this uh, event. Yes. They make sure to let everyone know that's where you can get your copy of Heaven Needed a Champion. But I didn't know that apparently, I guess, some of the proceeds <laughs> we'll see yeah. go to the david von eric sports building or gym they're trying to fucking build and i'm like this is new and he's t- and lawrence is talking, he's like and if you donate and get your copy of the song you will get a plaque on the wall to show that you supported building the david von eric you know gym what i'm like oh boy that sounds like a whole like that that's event that's evangelist fucking sleaze going on <laughs> yeah. I, was that was that gym ever actually built i uh, think
2: that's, that's a kelly research I,
0: have, I have no idea i'd i'd hope five it. years ago
2: when he, when he was when we were still hungry hope it <laughs> oh, has. yeah
0: oh yeah i would have had the history of that gym from beginning to end five years ago but now i know you
1: would if believe yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> you need a plaque. <laughs> but here, another fucking thing about David Manning that stinks. During this match, Flair does a spot where he fools the referee and pulls David's hair. And it, instead, David Manning never does the whole, uh, you got me. He always he goes, hey, solve that. Don't pull his hair again. He can't. You can't get one over on him. It's, it's one of the things I really hate about him as a referee. Hey, I like referees keep, who get he's fooled. You've got to keep his heat. <laughs> Yeah, it's so it, he 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 can't <laughs> show any weakness. I can't show any weakness ever. Ugh, it's the worst. And
2: it's like he's like a McMahon. He's uh, like Stephanie McMahon of Rutgers. Oh, you No,
1: know, fuck that. Stephanie McMahon showed ass constantly. Constantly, she let Chris Jericho call her. She really matter. She let Chris Jericho call her vile shit on TV and laughed about it. David Manning. Yeah, well, she also had fooled. Jericho
2: walk around with her pet dog.
1: Oh, whatever. <laughs> David Manning can't even get fooled. Like every other referee gets fooled. It, it's it's the worst. But when at some point, while everything's going on, this is one of those Lorenz calls that I always love from the tape. He goes is this is going on, this is going on. Good grief Charlie Brown. And I always loved it. I, I thought it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> I I I, I, I my, my mom used to say that. You know, I had relatives who would say good grief Charlie Brown, thinking that they were funny saying good grief. It was great.
2: Yeah, it was definitely
1: an 80s saying. Yeah, yeah, it was a thing. And when Carrie wins that play and Flair's struggling just enough, the place goes ape shit. Boom. <sighs> The explosion of sound from that crowd when Carrie wins the fucking belt is something else, something else. And boy, does it bother me that I realize that. Now, I know that it was chick Donovan. who was, there, and that's fine. <laughs> Zoom off is there too. These shots of bugs. Zoom celebrating Carrie's great moment. Really put a damper on things for me. <laughs> like, uh, why? Why is he there? He's like, he's like the zealot of daughter rapers. He's just he's popping up in places I don't want him. And Lorenz says, wherever David is, David right now has a smile on his face. I'm like, what? Underground?
0: <laughs>
1: was it Smile X? Did the Joker get him in fucking in Japan? Is that, is that what happened?
0: Smile-X. That's that's the real cause of death, yeah.
1: Yeah, it was an, <laughs> overdose, an overdose of Smile X. and then when Doris shows up hugging Carrie Lorenz goes and there's and you hear him almost say Doris he goes Mrs. Von Erich because you no 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 you don't use her first name and Carrie walks to the back his dad Fritz is patting him on the shoulders and Carrie wants nothing to do with him and he's hugging his mother who. They walk away, and Fritz is left in the dust as Carry is going back through the tunnel holding his mom, which I thought was very telling. <laughs> but God, I love this. I mean, you're right, it's got to be the, first, the fastest NWA yeah. championship match, you know, ever up until that point, definitely. but it works. it worked, I, I think, just getting you know the, the way the backslide works. That's a move that could end a match in the middle of a match, even though you know, it's only been eight minutes. You caught him, you got lucky, and you caught one on the champ. And Flair, when he comes back to talk to the Von Erics, is the best. Awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the best. And he said, He's like, He's like, they're not going to be any trouble. You tell your brothers, you tell your old man, the Ray Flair will be back, right? The Ray Flair will be back. And Kerry goes, You got it, champ. And I never picked up on that until this watch. Kerry says, you got it, champ. And celebrates. Oh, it's so good. I love every minute of this.
2: Kelly, why don't you uh, share your thoughts, brother?
0: Yeah, I mean, this is, it's an iconic match. It's not, you know, these guys had that awesome two out of three falls match in 82. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, they had the all-time classic cage match with the the Freebird's turn at the end. So those are the big two for the, those guys. Um, this one's short. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's not a match that you would like recommend in, in that sense. Like the, the two previous matches I talked about, but it's the huge moment. It's almost like a Hogan Andre, like WrestleMania three mm. type match where it transcends the actual content of the match because it was such an important moment. This was the end of a chase for the Von Erich family to win the NWA title. That started with Fritz in the sixties and then now uh, was paid off. It's all about paying tribute to David who died a couple months before. And it's the end of a long chase for Carrie, a personal one with flair that went on for a couple of years. So it's got a ton of backstory to it. Um Yeah. Yeah, so it's 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 definitely an important match, and it, w- it was fine, yeah. But yeah, it's it's for an NWA title match. It's surprisingly short. They pretty much just went to sort of near falls and submission attempts pretty early, and it's worked at a brisk pace. Actually, before I get, well, I'm not, I don't have a ton to say, but I have to comment on the the dub song uh, Uh i can't let this go you know this has been one of my things throughout Uh the whole history of worldcast was the the crappy dub jobs on the network and this i think is maybe the worst dub job
1: it might be the worst one
0: i swear isn't the isn't the lyric she's got a big
1: texas heart she's got yes she's got so not only she's Not, well, you know, Carrie was writing this from the perspective of the teenage girl inside him. Yeah. This was his lyrics brought to life. No, you're exactly right. It's, she's, like, it's, someone said, we need stock music with the word Texas in it, and (laughs) threw it in there, and that was it. That was it. It's, it's it's bonkers. It's the worst. You'd think, just, like, how about who we go? What do he come out to? Ted Nugent. Well, he stinks. Yeah, we know. But you we know, got anything that sounds like Ted Nugent? I'm sure we do. You know, it's not hard because he's not very talented. you know, just no, no. Nope, nope. It's the wheels on the bus go round and round for her big yeah. Texas heart. As as you're seeing the place explode, like a rock yeah. star is arriving. It's probably the worst one we've seen.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 oh yeah, I'm glad we're finishing because we can't go. We can't <laughs> well, isn't it
1: great with, to go out about. with the best one because it's not going <laughs> to yeah. get better than that? Because yeah, yeah. That, that's the, yeah. This is, that's, this is the height of bad dubs.
0: Oh, God, yeah.
1: yeah you um, talk. I'm sorry, go on.
0: I was just going to say to the finish with the backslide, um, just recently, well, not too recently, but just before COVID hit at the beginning of the year um in seattle for defy, defy wrestling uh vancouver's own ravenous randy myers won the defy title with a backslide in a in a really cool moment because it was the end of a, a culmination of a long chase mm-hmm. as well and so it was kind of neat to see that finish used in 2020 um and i'm sure maybe it was kind of a wink at uh, this match because they're guys that know their history um so I wouldn't be surprised if they actually were referencing the finish to Carrie and Flair
1: well, after five after years after, later. After Randy won, did the music play and it went, the wheels on the bus
0: <laughs> go for, I like I like. Someone Kelly like Ravenous a, a
2: yeah, I like how you referenced a match that maybe one percent of our audience has probably seen.
0: Oh <laughs> uh, well, I'd say more than one percent. I mean, Defy's ten percent. It it's it's it Defy's a pretty um well, I guarantee. I guarantee.
2: Sixty-seven percent of the uh, hosts on the show haven't seen it. Well,
1: you yeah. know well, what? I, I didn't for see those who
0: who, I didn't see the for line. those
1: of you who <laughs> haven't seen it, obviously it's available. Who listen to the show, Kelly will include it in the show notes and go uh, go watch it.
0: Yeah, yeah. fix that problem. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. Well, Matt Farmer promotes. Uh, he books and promotes Defiance. It's, it's a was that, oh, that was that NWO thing?
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no known <laughs> noted historian matt farmer yeah he's
0: a okay. huge, who am i huge, thinking of huge. well no farmer was You're thinking the, of
1: jeff farmer jeff farmer, farmer. Yeah. Okay. yeah oh come on that's a, that's a fair mistake come on
0: anyway so yeah it, it's a finish that's uh, stood the test of time as an iconic finish and has been used again and it works yeah it works here flashback backslide um catches flare after Kerry kicked off two figure four attempts
1: mm-hmm. so or that step was a over nice over toehold attempts that yeah a nice um cool.
0: way to set it up and yeah huge huge pop of course like you could feel the whole match the crowd was just ready to explode because i think they knew this had to be you had to, had to, be. to be the title change
1: you're going to do, you, you, do yeah. a screw job on yeah the you, the you, you, of you, of you show, huh? well, they already, eh, they, well that was up. the the, the Rick Flair, if Ric Flair gets disqualified, he loses the belt. And that, kills yeah, there was him that like, oh, too. okay, what are we doing here? And because uh, you don't have a lot of outs, and even people who believe deep down that, that this was real, which I think would be probably 15% of that crowd, really, because I, I, I don't believe this whole back then everyone thought it was real bullshit I'm like no no, no i didn't. think they just no. got suspended their disbelief was, yeah, yes exactly much people, easier to suspend your people disbelief. would go to a, a show and suspend their disbelief that that was how you became part of the show was the point um but you had to know Everyone was like there's no way they're not having carrie win this weekend Melted this thing. No I mean, everyone had me just waiting to pop out of their seats, knowing it was gonna happen, but when.
0: Yeah. So yeah, yes. cool moment, the top of the mountain is the last thing I wrote
1: mm-hmm. for this.
2: Yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned the two matches. I mean, they also end up having one I think in eighty five on Chris uh uh show in Dallas. Uh they had like at least five or six from uh, mid South that were televised that were better than this. Oh
0: yeah. It became a traveling match all over the place. Hawaii.
2: Hawaii did the hour draw. Yeah. I've seen that.
1: I've seen that Hawaii match more times than I should have.
2: Great match. Uh, might be their best one they've done. Um, this is more like their best hits, greatest hits. Yeah. Uh, Crowd way behind Cherry. And it's a fun little bout. Uh, they keep it pretty basic. And, you know, I don't like that trip of Flair saying they kept it short and basic so Carrie wouldn't, we, Carrie wouldn't be fucked up the moment. Uh, bottom line is it was short because it was so damn hot. Let's be be realistic here. Um, well, if
1: you're going to go by the length of every other match, then yes, you are correct.
0: Yeah.
2: And, yeah, and, and you know what? Carrie and uh, Flair worked each other so many times. I doubt Flair was worried uh, that he was going to be Fuck, be so out of control like that one show in san antonio when they went the hour and it and, and it was an embarrassment um again folklore i just i, I
1: just oh so you're, are you saying are you saying that flair has stated i guess in books or shoots yes it was kept this short because they were worried carrie couldn't hold it together That's yeah big moment yeah. yeah i don't know about that road yeah you look at the length of every this is 13 minutes. Everything else was shorter. 13 yeah. minutes is as long as it's going to go in this heat in front of this crowd waiting to pop for that. So yeah. I, I love the nature boy, but that sounds like, Oh, yeah. Um,
2: it's fun. They keep, they keep it pretty simple. Uh, I thought, I thought they set up spots with great paybacks to them, uh, where they do something and there's a re- reaction to it. um, I thought Flair built the match around a lot of his hard hitting chops. I thought Kerry did a good job selling those chops. He bumped uh, pretty big in the corner for him. Oh, that first that.
1: shot! The first shot yeah. he lays in on Kerry. I I think Kerry legitimately yeah. was like, "Jesus Christ!"
2: Yeah. <laughs> now we go to school, champ. And yeah. Yep. Um, and uh, I kind of has the, uh, uh, you know, uh, the ending almost has that kind of boyhood dream. From Shawn Michaels' story uh, ending uh, to it was yeah, the-,
1: the worst, Michael- the worst call ever. That call from Vince McMahon never fails to annoy me. Yeah,
0: when he goes, he goes, it's annoying.
1: No, no, this when he goes, the boyhood dream has come true. Like he's crying. Yeah. I hate that so much.
0: And then they've repeated it so many times.
1: Yeah, I don't blame Shawn Michaels for that. I blame Vince McMahon thinking. No, in the that WWE. Yeah, I mean, No, Vince again. McMahon thinks that's the height that's one of the height of his acting moments was when he lost right. it. And so that's why we had to hear it over and over and mm-hmm. over. And it, it's
2: ugh. Yeah, it finish. it feels like a big deal. Like I like to Johnny mentions it, Flair comes back in front of his whole family and, and all the baby faces and yeah. gets up in his face and, and, and comes back. I, I I like that. Um uh, good stuff. You know, it's like his greatest hits. You know, two, three, four, three stars. Good match, uh, but nothing. You know, I, I it's something he's done, and it's it's important in the history of wrestling. Yeah, it's about, it's but it's about not a the match moment. you need to see mm-hmm.
1: or. Your- no, I no. think people need to see it to see how it was done, to see why okay, it was fair. done this way. Um, I think. Um, and to see that I like the idea that things could be in a championship if you you take this away from the fact that we know by watching this the matches were being kept short on purpose but if you don't know that it also plays as anything can happen it it doesn't always have to you know be that way it could be you know real quick
2: right and give this crowd credit man it was hot out there and two and a half three hours later they're Still popping big for this match. Oh, the uh,
1: crowd! That that—that's just it. That crowd it is hot as how hot must they be? Just baking under that. Oh yeah. Sun and yeah. nobody's no, a lot you of right when they
2: begin. you see them all fanning, fanning themselves down. Yeah, uh, the ringside
1: people the and nobody's leaving. Every yeah. shot, every shot you get up to the seat. because there's some people just sitting up in the cheap seats because they want to smoke weed and watch wrestling from a distance and be in the shade. Yeah. Yeah, and be in the shade exactly, and. Nobody was leaving, though. You never saw, like, well, it's obviously people are, are trying to beat traffic. Nope. Everyone is sticking in, so it, it's super impressive.
2: And the crowd was so hot, too, and it was also... Do you always hear that story about how the sound leaves the stadium? Oh, uh-huh. it, right. Stern, how and you heard some
1: of that. You heard some of that here, but when Kerry wins, it don't yeah. matter. You hear it. it I, 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 I I would imagine the entire Denver... Denver, Dallas, you know, metro area heard something. What was that? The whole yeah. place shook.
2: Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. Overall, man, I mean, I you have to say, I, I again, I enjoy the show. I thought the undercard served its purpose. I thought the man I mean, I thought the final two matches. We're, we're, we're really we're, we're the a tag match six man tag was really good, so good. Uh, the other tag i thought was solid i thought the undercard served its purposes i thought the angles like with killer Khan, thought that was good i enjoyed the the post match with with the with the ladies um to build on to that feed some more so they're closing up shop on some stuff and and setting up stuff for the future so uh I thought, I thought it was overall a fun show. I mean, it, you know, and, and that's what we've talked about in the world class on some of these uh, shows. It's uh, the booking has been really well. It might not yeah. – the matches might not blow you away, but the card flows well. It goes by, and the wrestling's solid, but it was the booking is what the, what stands out, and, yeah. uh,
1: they knew how and they've to, done
2: they... a fantastic job. They did a fantastic job here. So, Kelly, what are your thoughts on the show overall, brother?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, it was actually a really, really good show. It, I mean, the booking for the show was perfect. Like, they peaked so many things at the right time, had the big mixed tag that they'd been, you know, building for months. The Bad Street match was a huge one, of course. Uh, a few that's gone on off and on for quite a while now. And then you had the the final crowning moment for Carrie, finally, and for the Von Erichs from the Von Egg family, finally. So, yeah. And the undercard stuff, there's a tag title change. The baby Faces won the tag belts. It, it had a bit of everything. Yeah, one of the all-time great wrestling shows, basically. Um, important and memorable. And, yeah, really good.
2: John, man, what about you, brother?
1: Uh, the only thing that uh, annoys me is that bothers me is that fucking Buck zoom was there because that everything else that because he wasn't in the pwi lords of the rings because Stu Sachs and Bill after knew that he was a scumbag and was not included in anything uh and to see him on this just really bugs me doesn't <laughs> bug me enough to not say how much how entertaining this is it, it it's As much as it galls me that Iceman needed rock and roll, Buck Zumhoff, daughter raping motherfucker, as the guy who finally helps him get his revenge on the Super D's. But but at the time, no one knew that, so Iceman finally got his revenge on the Super D's. We've been waiting for that. Uh, The Freebirds got their comeuppance, and we got to see Fritz come back. We've been waiting for that. We've been waiting For a von Eric to win the title even before David died, that's I mean, this has been what they've been going on and on about is that the von Eric's gonna win the title now. I want to know how Fritz pitched that after David died, and there were how did Fritz meet with the rest of the NWA, Crockett and um, you know, Guy Gold? I don't know who who else,
0: it was mostly just Crockett, I think. Yeah, no, that
2: was was, there. You're still uh, on the board.
0: Yeah, but I think Crockett was the only one with any real power. Yeah, I would I mean, imagine more, so. I don't think there was any more votes in 84. It was just Crockett was... Yeah, it wasn't
1: quite the mafia that it that once time. was uh, no. at that time. But I'd like to see how that went. You know, it was like, you know, we've been teasing it, we've been teasing it, and we we're doing this big show, so can we do it? Yeah, sure. You know, I, had, I mean, I'd love to have you a fly on the wall during that phone call about how they made this happen. Because well, look, my boy died and we really need to pull a big gate. Yeah, You yeah, know, what woof, what's going on there? And yeah, that that that's so weird. But yeah. outside Well the precedent
0: right. and the precedent for quickie switches had been set about five years. You think that's in
1: the the NWA So in, I don't in, think okay so it, in the NWA in the NWA constitution that they have. You know, in cases of extreme family turmoil, you can get a three-day or 19-day
2: change.
0: Yeah, uh, pretty much. I mean, if Tommy Rich could have a quickie and... Well, uh, oh, well, my, my boy.
1: Uh, my boy.
0: <laughs> a quickie. Dusty. Uh, led to a quickie. Yeah, Dusty got a bunch
1: of them. Dusty loved quickies.
0: Uh, the, switch, the switch wasn't even acknowledged outside of dallas other than the magazines like it wasn't really? acknowledged in the
1: carolinas oh really yeah. i didn't know that
0: and it was um yeah it was only 18 days he and flair went back in japan and tokyo of all yeah, yeah which was
1: also on the pwi um, lords of the rain tape the finish of that match yeah was on that yeah. tape but of now course, fritz that i think of a,
2: that was a crooked japanese ref. well right was a as a sheet. yeah
1: oh no yeah it, it's, it's as clean as a sheet hold on a second fritz actually wait Fritz on TV says it was a crooked Japanese uh, referee. Oh, yeah. I've seen that as many times I've seen this. There's nothing crooked about it at all. <laughs> it's a yeah. totally clean win.
0: Right. But that the footage wasn't shown on Texas TV. So yeah, they didn't you know.
1: show it, yeah.
0: But it's funny. Of all places, it's where David died in Tokyo is where. Yeah. Carrie lost the belt. <laughs> I Well, mean, you
1: know, they yeah. just don't do well there.
0: <laughs> no. Apparently not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, on that note, guys, anything you like to plug? How about you, Kelly?
0: Um, yeah, the plum—it's—it's—it's it's, it's going, man. We got all kinds of different shows now. We really, and dude. People are stepping
1: up. People are stepping up. Going, yeah. I've been wanting to do something that's not pro wrestling related. And we need a platform. And so, as silly as the name is, that's sort of the point. Uh, anyone out there who's like, "Hey, I want to try to do a podcast about whatever I want to do it about," and you know, give us get you know, contact us, let us know, make make a, make a pilot, let us hear it. We'll give anyone a shot. It's it's all open now. Whatever you want to. do. and
2: then you can also vote on worst name: Plum, yeah. the Peacock Network, or Quimmy. <laughs>
1: Um, Okay, if I'm going to rate these Pwom, Peacock Network, and Quibi, I am going to say Pwom is the best uh, because, and I'm not saying it's great, but Peacock Network is a a mouthful and terrible, and Quibi is really bad. So just by being the least bad one, I think Pwom wins.
2: I think you're right. I agree. I agree.
1: That's that's Pete put it, that's Pete's way of putting over um, the new future of uh, podcasting uh, amongst his friends. Thanks,
0: Pete. <laughs> Better than the
2: cock.
1: The cock. Yeah. True. True.
2: Another thing on uh, Netflix, um, I watched Into the Night. What? And if you don't I mean, this is a, a non-American, non-U.S. show. Uh, non-Canadian it I, I forget where it was actually taped None? but it's dubbed in English so if you can't handle that stuff I wouldn't watch it but if you're into like sci-fi thrillers mm-hmm. uh, uh it, it's pretty cool uh I would What's check it called? It out. into the night
1: into the night and it's on Netflix yeah okay I also I want to say there's been a movie on Netflix that I've been watching slowly over the course of the last four days, and I'm probably gonna just commit to finishing it tonight. Called The Old Guard, that I think is based on a comic book, and it's this would have been in movie theaters if not for COVID. Yeah, with either. Charlie Stone, Charlie around right? and it's they're immortal warriors who've been around forever, and, and, and uh, it's. I'm in love with this. It's great. It's it's super, super fun, and I'm going to finish it tonight. But the first half an hour of this is just wonderful. Nice.
2: All right, guys. Um, everyone, have a great week. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. Laters.